Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, that's right. Right around the country, 52 stations. And on the brand new listener app, he's no stranger to this show. We love him from one of our favourite bands. And good news yesterday dropped. Uh, You're excited about it. Hitting up the text line, everything else. Two of their seminal albums on vinyl for the very first time. I'm talking about... Grinspoon. Hits from those albums. We've got easy and new detention. And as a result, the easy detention national tour. Can't get and joining me at a reasonable hour of the day, <laughs> unlike some other interviews, <laughs> the one and only Phil Jamison. How are you, brother? Good to chat. Oh, it's so good. Thanks for having me back on, Matteo. What a lovely, what a lovely time of the day to chat. Let's be honest here. It's not 7 a.m. Yeah, you can. And um, I, I'm, I'm not good at 7 a.m. I don't know many people that are. Nah, it's hard to get into gear, man. Hey, just quickly, last time, last time we spoke to you, man, was after this. Somebody else, and you were kind of playing uh, tour manager just before you kicked off, and you played some shows in Melbourne. Uh, how did all those shows go? Yeah, look, it was. I learned a lot actually on that solo tour, and the, during the solo album, it was. Um, yeah. yeah, look, it was a huge amount of fun, uh, mm. but also even like you'd think I would have learned everything, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man. We got to we got to Canberra after we played Melbourne. We got to Canberra, and then our van broke down, uh, and then we had to rent a van to put all the stuff in to get to Sydney. And the Sydney show was getting recorded for Mosh Cam, uh, and then <laughs> we crashed the hire van. But we forgot to take out the insurance <laughs> on the hire van, so the excess was like fifteen thousand dollars. Look, it was um, it was uh, as you can tell. That's re- that's the reason Grinspoon has a tour manager. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay at it, but yeah. look, uh, look, it was great fun, and uh, yeah, sick. I love, I love playing that record, and um, yeah, we. But uh, as I said, I, I did learn a lot about uh, just you know, big, a bit more DIY sort of attitude towards you yeah, know, yeah, driving yeah. up the Hume to shows. I think it was in the middle of winter. Canberra was freezing. I was like, yeah. oh my god, I want to be in Bali. <laughs> yeah, man. And you got some more solo shows happening in uh, Queensland, New South Wales, July, August. Did I see as well. Correct. I'm doing. Nice. I'm actually doing Queensland, New South Wales, and Victoria. I'm actually going out to Mowie. I've never been out there before. Oh, uh, yeah? I'm doing Mowie Town Hall and Sookie Lounge in Belgrave. Oh, nice. And then, and then I kind of, this all leads up to like, um, yeah, and I, I'm doing Newcastle Resorts and um, some other places. I'm doing also up in Queensland doing like Burley and like little places. I'm actually doing, the funny thing is I'm obviously Splendor in the Grass is a big deal. Um, yeah, I'm dude. playing the Thursday night before Splendor at uh, Brunswick Hotel in Brunswick, so a, a little free show Sick, so it's like this, this this great little free warm-up for everyone that's going to see lizzo the next day <laughs> yeah, um, come yeah. check out 
Flizzo. Flizzo, I'm going to call myself, yeah. Well, dude, it's a good bunch of warm-up shows before you go and do this tour, man. Like, uh, congrats. Like, these albums on vinyl, it's weird, isn't it? Like, nowadays, it's so normal to put out an album on vinyl. It's almost the first thing you do. But I guess when you release these albums, it probably would have been, like, the furthest thing from your mind, right? When we first signed our record deal back in 19... I'm going to age myself. In the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we said to them, can we please put out our, our EP on, on vinyl? That was the first thing we wanted because we were such oh, vinyl cool. people back then. Yeah. So in way back when there was an EP called Liquor Bottle Cozy and there was 500 copies printed of that vinyl. Wow. And this is in the 90s. So it was unheard of to do vinyl back then. Yeah. And then from then on, it became CD, 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 singles, CD, 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 singles. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, was kind of unheard of to do vinyl. And now, since we've taken the time away from the game a bit and yeah. come back, um, there's a real, this is the format for want of a better term that people want to listen to music on or want yeah. to actually purchase music on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone can stream whatever streaming they want, but this is, I'm actually holding the records in my hands. I've got the physical copies of them now nice. and they, they, they feel their gatefold. They're really lovely pieces of art. And um, yeah, it's, it's unreal to finally have them, ha- have them in, in our hands. What's it like kind of revisiting an album, you know, like that, that you recorded, you know, New Detention, that was, um, that was 20 years ago as of last year. What's it like kind of revisiting those? Are you listening to them in full to get an idea of how you want, like, the art to look? Like, is, you know, I guess, you know, because, you know, you're not doing it all at once. I was specific about the art when we were doing the records cool. in the 90s, uh, Easy and New nice. Detention. Shit. I really loved what I, well, I knew exactly what I wanted as far as the art goes. Cool. I didn't actually re-listen to these records again until we had the, the test pressings. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Pat Davin and myself uh, sat down uh, over a few margaritas and listened oh. to them from start to, to start to finish, and it was uh, I love that. It was, quite, it was quite a moment, you know. Like we we don't we don't spend we don't live anywhere near each other, but it was we never thought when we tracked these that we'd be listening to them twenty years later on vinyl. And um, yeah, it was. It, it, there's some really funny moments. There's some really good moments, but there's some. I mean, I laugh out loud at some of the stuff I was carrying on about. But, no, uh, <laughs> do share, man, because it is weird, isn't it? Like listening back to songs that you know, because you don't necessarily remember like writing them. Sometimes it's different. Like it might be you remember someone putting down a part in the studio. Like when you listen back to these two albums, what kind of memories were you getting from them? Uh, I just like easy specifically. We'd uh, we, we've written a lot of it while we're on tour in the states on the Warp tour. So we cool. like I can hear. I remember writing, you know, Ready One in in California, and then obviously nice. Rock Show, Rock Show in 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 um, Chicago, and like little things like that. But I, I mean, what struck me most about Easy was just how we we just did not give a shit. We were just yeah. doing whatever we wanted to do on that record. There was no. Uh, there was no record company kind of breathing over our shoulder. We were just hammering out. We were a little bit angry, I think, at um, basically being on tour for two years. And uh, yeah, I just really love that. It's flawed, but it's um, it's kind of my favorite flaws that record. So you know, Better Off Dead has um, Chriso's dad playing on playing drums on it. Oh, cool, um, there's yeah. there's this there's this weird keys part on dial tone. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the the tempos are all over the shop. The production kind of floats in and out. Nice. And at the time we re- we tracked that record, it was just when ta- with Pro Tools was just starting to come in. So Whoa, we yeah. were going going in between tape and Pro Tools and having the time of our lives. We were, we recorded with a chap named Jonathan Burnside who'd just done Sleepy Jackson's Lovers. And his recording studio hours were 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. So we were kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, we, we tracked most of it in Sing Sing in Melbourne. Um, but yeah, really fun, 
weird trip down memory lane listening to that and you know yarny marnie and i don't know it's just a there's lots of really funny and some of my vocal stuff is (laughs) (laughs) you know uh, i was going for it how many of these tracks that you know you might not have heard in a while that you know we're going to hear on this this tour as well like what are you what are you guys thinking for set lists well i wanted to do them start to finish yeah yeah uh, and just do easy detention and then i got voted off the island so (laughs) we won't be doing that uh look i I think it's fairly obvious the singles choose themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think off mute attention, chemical heart loss control, no reason, and a thousand miles will all get played. And secrets, rock show, ready one, and violent lazy will all get played. Yeah. And then what I'm going to try to do, we're going to learn the records, but what we'll do with the deep cuts, we'll do a revolving door. Nice. Of, uh, of deep cuts for each eight shows. So cool. you might hear One Night Better Off Dead and Make It Happen, for example, as deep cuts, or you might hear, I don't know, Overdriver and Hate uh, or Dance Straight or Dial Tone or Signpost. Uh, we're, but we, we're just going to try to maybe chat. We're not known for changing our set list, but we'll have these sort of the yeah. deep cuts will sort of revolve around i think and and we'll try to sub in different songs at each show perhaps but i mean that i'm dreaming maybe chris or maybe the band will just tell me that's not going to happen but (laughs) yeah there'll be definitely deep cuts off both records because some of them we've never actually played live before so we're going to learn how to play them first i there's a real kind of yeah man there's a real kind of nostalgia about these kind of shows like i was at um regurgitators unit uh 25 year performance and you know, you can tell that people that go to these shows to listen to their albums are like the real kind of diehard fans as well, like really kind of nostalgia moments. Like it must be special, you know, for you, like when you go to do this, like you're going to hear people singing every word to, to some of these songs you haven't played in a while. Like it must be a pretty cool feeling, huh? Hey? Yeah, I mean, it is. I guess what's happened to us especially, like weirdly our audience are getting older and younger, if yeah. that's possible. So We've got kind of, I don't know, like uh, Splendor in the Grass last year was really interesting for us because, you know, that's, a, that's yeah. a, basically a bunch of kids out there. Mm. Um, and then when we go to do, we just did a festival in Sydney called Meatstock recently and it was, you know, there was three-year-olds holding up signs oh, saying so cool. my first, first Grinspoon concert. Cool. And then, you know, like, so it was like a Better Homes and Gardens show. I was like, this is, uh, it's all very wholesome, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is gorgeous. And it made me feel all warm and cuddly. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, look, it's um, whenever we get the opportunity to play live, which, you know, we don't play heaps anymore, Grinners. We kind of just pick mm. our battles and yeah. go in and do that and then kind of go into hibernation again. So these two are for us, which has been, uh, to be honest, has been planned for a long time, but nice. obviously since, 2019 was the last time we toured We uh, the pandemic and bushfires and floods and the the world got in the way. So we're really grateful we're able to do it. Um, But yeah, it's only only the eight shows. I know at the end of it, I'll be like, can we do more? Yeah, (laughs) totally. I I love these albums, man. I'm just looking at like, um, so there was a three-year gap between two of them. Did you guys, did I read, I was just reading somewhere, you guys had 50 tracks, like 50 demos for new detention kicking around before you started recording? Yeah, so I think was was easy tracked in '98 and '99, I believe, yeah. and then and then uh, I think that we probably wrote most of 2000, or two and 2000 easy, and then wrote 2001, or maybe tracked in 2001 for 
for new detention. Yeah, we wrote 50 um, or so more. Cool. I, it was so many songs. I think two of the first songs I wrote for the record were Any Day, Anyhow and nice. Hate, which are the bookends of that record. Yeah. And then kind of Lost Control, Chemical Heart and No Reason, A Thousand Miles. I think A Thousand Miles is written first as well with me. So look, it is, um, yeah, like it, but, but so many. And actually what happened with some of those outtakes on an EP we released post new detention called panic attack which had our cover of um don't change on it and oh, then there's cool. th- three other tracks off that were on well were, were, were tracks for new detention but didn't actually make it yeah nice man what are your favorite songs from both those albums uh let me have a look i got them in front of me yeah, um cool. i like well i do love tang of easy and i do like all the time off easy because it's wild yeah. and i'd like off New Detention, um, I do love, uh, <laughs> well, Damn Straight's pretty fun. I love Any yeah. Day Anyhow, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah. is pretty wild. Yeah, look, uh, Kill Switch is good. Oh, th- 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 there's at least four songs off each. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the fact that uh, you're taking these guys on the road with you. Private Function, who have gone on record saying that you guys were a huge influence uh, for them. Uh, Cuban and the Stupids, too. Uh, that's going to be a fun night, especially seeing bands like Private Function play at, you know, uh, the Hobart City Music Hall, the Forum, Fortitude Valley Music Hall. That's going to be a fun show. Yeah, they are a wild band. Aren't I think our, ba- our bass player, Joe, saw them supporting the Bronx. Yeah, cool. And they've been on my radar for years. Um, and I saw them at Boogie recently over the Easter long weekend in Victoria. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, they're fantastic. And I'm really glad they're coming along because they are... They're super entertaining. They've got great songs, but they they they, they put on a show. You know, um, yeah. I'm I'm all for it, so I can't wait. Man, I had to I have to ask you about this because, dude, I play this grab all the time from you guys. But I noticed that they've done an end of the road tour, but this band are coming back to Australia. The one and only Kiss, and man, I just I, I play this all the time, but I want you to hear this uh, grab back. It was a funny moment in Paul Stanley has to get dragged out by a cable wire at the, the front flying of, fox type thing, a front of house thing, and it, it broke, and he got stranded mid over the crowd, and someone leapt up and, and grabbed his foot and was <laughs> swinging him around. It was very spinal tap. <laughs> While we're talking supports, has that been one of the most kind of memorable supports for you guys along the journey? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're coming back. I thought they, yeah, I thought they did their last tour last year. They did. Am, I, am, am I tripping? Like, what do you and think? I know, I, I know they announced the same day, like yesterday, right? I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did too. They announced the same day as you. I'm like, in my bingo card, I'm like, <laughs> I, I just did not see Kiss coming back again. <laughs> yeah, man. For one more. And look, hey, all power to them. Everyone needs a buck. I get it. Yeah. And like, I just tip my hat to them. And the hustle is real with those dudes. Like, that is a, that is, that is, um, that is, that, 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 I mean, that's a thing. I, uh, look, I, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was a it was a strange support in 2005. By all means, it was uh, different and interesting. Yeah. And Machine Gun Fallacia were on first on oh, that but, tour. Oh, were they really? Yeah. So nice. it, there there was a lot of um, antics oh, backstage. I bet. I bet. Um, but uh, yeah, look, it was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain that whole. It was pretty surreal. We were actually tracking Trills, Kills, and Sunday Pills in LA at the time. No and way. And flew back and flew back because of that tour. Because um, how do I say this? It was lucrative. That kids <laughs> yeah, were offering yeah, yeah. 
Kiss were weren't shy about paying their supports well. So we're like, sure, we'll fucking do it. And then we're like, oh, (laughs) my God, what is this? (laughs) Oh, Um, man, that's so cool. It it was before they were playing to tape. So, I mean, they figured out later that playing miming is going to be better for their show. And I think they're miming now. And I think everyone's a lot happier. Oh, dude, that is so funny. Uh, Maybe that's a a trade secret I shouldn't give away. (laughs) That's all right. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's why they can keep doing it. Uh, I want to take you back to a couple of shows because, like, I was looking at the releases of when you put out easy and new detention. And I want to see if you remember a couple of shows that happened around the same time. So after you put out easy, you guys played a gig in Rockhampton with the Jebs and Silverchair. I saw that there was a performance at Universal and then that was the first actual proper gig. Do you remember any of those? Yeah. So getting, getting, on the silver chair support is always like huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we managed to snare a couple in North America. I think one in Canada. Yeah. Um, where I may or may not have annoyed the crew uh, of silver chair and didn't get asked back again. But oh. we managed to snare. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Rock Hampton Music Bowl. Yeah. Um, and they just really. I'm gonna say it was probably Freak Show era. Yeah, must have been. Um, at the time, we were touring with an American front of house guy named Jason. He was from Florida. And I think we ended up having some sort of disagreement with each other. And there was some sort of burgers being thrown in the hallway (laughs) of the Rockhampton Ibis. (laughs) The Ibis, yeah. I I kind of remember it reasonably clearly, that show. Uh, I remember they were playing Spawn again live. uh, Silverchair contributed to Spawn, the soundtrack. No way. Incredible riffy, riff-tastic song. Yeah, I remember. I didn't. I apologize. I did not remember Jeb and I were on that show, but I remember we were there and we were out just out of the states and come back full of vim and vigor. Yeah, cool. And probably vodka. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was. It was a really fun. I think we did a whole North Queensland run with those guys. I could be wrong though, but yeah, it was really fun. Well, that's right. Early uh, next year, I'm, I'm bringing this up. You did the big out with these guys. The Fooies, Chili Peppers. Man, you had like uh, Joe Strummer. And then down the bill, you had Blink. Uh, that looks like one of the funnest Big Day Out lineups to be a part of, that one. Do you, do you have memories from that show? Well, we, we, we tried to get on the Big Day Out since 1995, yeah. and we, we were continuously knocked back. Ah, bummer. Um, and we saw all our peers get it. We were like, you fuckers. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so we, um, we ended up getting on that bill. Uh, we, we too would blink in, in, in America a lot. Uh, but yeah, we were on, uh, I'm going to say 2 p.m. main stage. Nice. Um, nice. And, uh, yeah, there's some really funny footage of, uh, that show. Uh, but yeah, no, I remember it really clearly. I was like, uh, I was a huge Sean Prashante fan growing up. So yeah. he did a version of Elton John's Your Song solo at the Sydney Big Day Out. No way. Yeah, man. I was side of stage going, whoa. Whoa. Um, whoa yeah. And I, I believe. Was Nine Inch Nails on that run, or did yeah, I imagine nine, that? Yeah, Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails were on that run as well. I don't remember the Foo Fighters being on it. Oh, yes, I do. I said something stupid to Dave Grohl. Oh, oh come on, come on, share. Come on, come on. Oh, come my on. God. Come on. Oh, God, oh, God. Oh, God. It's too embarrassing. No, I no. believe also the White Stripes. Were the White Stripes? No, maybe that was 2002. Anyway. Um, Dude, what'd you say? What'd you say? 
<laughs> Come on. I'm not, you can't, you can't. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying anything. I mean oh. it was it was more embarrassing to me than it was to him. It was I was just being uh, being a bit cheeky. But uh he was very gracious. I think I was probably intoxicated, which is no I I was sort of being polite, I think. Yeah, okay. Uh but uh it was one of those funny moments. But yes, that was a great tour for us and we ended up going to do, I don't know, 13 more big day outs after that. So, yeah. That's so cool. I remember um, I've just found some footage, actually, because um, the Foo Fighters were on after she had. This is uh, Dave Grohl on Channel V. Every day that we play, I look forward to it. We get there. We watch Blink-182. We watch she had they're awesome we how was it did, did you have to go on after she had is that a bit tough <laughs> i was worried though because everyone was like they're the best live band in the world you got to go on right after them and then we meet the drummer and everyone's like dude he's the best drummer in the world so our drummer taylor's just going oh my god how can we go on after this band and- Pretty good. Props to Shehat. Yes, well, they were, they are, yeah. and were, uh, and still are a mm-hmm. phenomenal band. Uh, we toured with them in '98, the Blue Light Disco Tour. They took us on tour in a, over in New Zealand when they were called Pacifier. Yeah, nice. Um, we've had a long friendship with those guys, and uh, yeah, incredible band, incredible live band. Actually, they're they're, they're sensational. Yeah, their last album's great. Um, I'm new detention. One more show. I just want to see if you remember playing uh, Gone South in uh, Tassie. So this would have been uh, 2002. We had uh, Killing Heidi. Uh, Something for Kate. And this is really random. We had. Incubus, Sonic Animation 2, Machine Gun Fellatio. Do you remember that? Remember it clearly. Talk so to me we about that. Down there, we were down there. Uh, this is New Detention Era. Yeah, so... yeah. This is the first gig I could find after its release. Right. So we were down there. We did the thing. Chemical Heart would have been out. La, 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 la. Yeah. And I wasn't that sold on Incubus, but I believe Pat, our guitarist, was. Yeah. And we were watching, I think the singer's name's Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. And they, he... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he he removed his shirt to reveal a necklace with a crucifix on it, and yeah. quite like quite a we're going to say a well gymmed sort of body. Yeah. And then he would like he poured water over himself, or <laughs> and he would like let the water dribble down his muscular yeah. and he flexed the muscles. That seems on And brand. I was like, this is really <laughs> hot. I was just like, yeah. it was just like, kind of like, he's obviously gorgeous, can sing, but yeah, I was more struck by his um, sensual, like almost Michael Hutchins-esque sort of uh, stage prowess, the way yeah. he would uh, command a stage in a, a very sexual manner. Uh, it, was, it was great. I don't remember much else apart from seeing incubus and seeing the glistening crucifix and the and all the sweat and the, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> yeah, the and the body fluids it was very it was great um yeah sick that was a really fun for fun show i remember all these shows Where yeah go? that's awesome man <laughs> well dude next next time you're in when you are uh, come to the forum in melbourne we'll come in, in studio do a proper chat and uh have you out man but it's uh a pleasure, man. It's great. And more Green Spoon shows makes everyone happy. So it's it's really cool that this is happening. Enjoy the solo shows. And uh, Thank we'll you. See you when Matthew. you get to Melbourne, eh? Yes, let's catch up. Thanks again. See you, brother.